0: Welcome to the Pet Purpose Podcast. This is a podcast for passionate pet parents who want to take pet parenting to the next level. Our pordians are always looking for ways to provide the best care for their companions. I'm Brett the Vet, and each episode I will share useful information and key takeouts that you can easily adopt to magnify the care, adventure, and excitement that you enjoy by having committed to becoming a dedicated pet parent just like me. Did you know that there are foods in your home that could potentially kill your dog? This is really scary, I know, but as the saying goes, forewarned is forearmed. In this episode, we will discuss the foods commonly found in your kitchen that could be toxic to your dog. By staying informed, you can avoid these foods, keeping your dog safe. This episode of the Pet Purpose Podcast is brought to you by tailovation.com.au. Tail Ovation is the site for passionate pet parents looking for credible information and quality products for their pets. Visit tailovation.com.au. It's tails up to that. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump straight in. What do you say about that, boy? So, there are seven common foods that can be toxic to dogs that we will be covering. Now, you may already be aware of some of these foods and others may be new to you. Now, I don't know about you, but I find that making use of acronyms is often a great way to help remember things. So let's make use of an acronym to help us remember these seven toxic foods. So let's make use of the acronym TOXCMAG, spelt T-O-X-C-M-A-G which will hopefully help with the recall of this list of seven toxic foods for, for dogs. Well, that's great, I hear you say, but how am I even going to remember the acronym tox Well, this is a list of toxic foods, right, that we are talking about. So when you think toxic foods, think TOX, as in short for toxic, and that will hopefully help spark the recall of the acronym ToxCMAG. Okay, now let's get cracking. So let's start with the first letter in the acronym tox which is tea. The T stands for tea and coffee. Now chances are you drink tea and coffee daily. I mean, after all, these are the most popular beverages globally. But they should not be a popular beverage for our dogs. These beverages contain caffeine, which is known as a methylxanthine compound. Now, of course, you don't need to remember the name methylxanthine, unless, of course, you want to impress your friends at book club or around the barbecue. Now, it is excess amounts of this caffeine that can have detrimental effects on our dog's heart and nervous system. So, how much coffee is toxic for our dogs? Well, this is not a straightforward answer. The caffeine content in a cup of coffee is affected by the type of coffee bean how the coffee beans are roasted, how the coffee is prepared, as well as how big the serving size is. Generally speaking, a brewed coffee contains more caffeine than does tea, but you should take this just as a general guide. Now, if your dog did happen to consume used coffee grounds, they fortunately do contain less caffeine than unused coffee beans. Exactly how much less depends on how much caffeine would have leached out during the brewing process. Toxicity from tea or coffee, either the beverage or the ingestion of coffee grounds, can lead to vomiting and diarrhea. It can lead to restlessness, drinking a lot of water, trembles and even seizures in some cases. These are much the same clinical signs we'd see if a human were to severely overdose on caffeine, such as drinking excess amounts of Red Bull, for example, or some other sort of energy drink. However, dogs process caffeine more slowly than do humans, so this means they are more sensitive to its effects. While some of you may know of people who share their tea or coffee with their dog, and they seem to be fine, It may be that they don't consume sufficient levels of caffeine to cause serious illness. But remember though that it's not easy to determine toxicity levels and exactly how much will will cause ill effects in your dog. So it's best just to avoid it altogether. Now, even though a very small amount of tea or coffee may not necessarily result in the signs mentioned, we know it is not good for our pets. So in this case, sharing your morning tea or coffee is synonymous with not caring for your best friend. Now, the second letter in the acronym TOXIMAG is O, and the O stands for, can you guess? The O stands for onions. Any idea why onions make people cry? Well, it's because they release a chemical irritant when they are cut, which causes our eye to react by producing tears. But onions can do far more sinister things to our dogs than make them tear up. They contain a toxic compound, N-propyl disulfide, which reacts with red blood cells, which destroys them. Now, low red blood cells results in anemia. And since the red blood cells are crucial in carrying oxygen around our bodies, it is not good to be in a state of anemia. And signs of toxicity to look out for in your dog include a lack of appetite, weakness, lethargy, pale gums as a result of the loss of red blood cells, and possibly dark colored urine, because this would indicate the breakdown of those red blood cells. Now it's not just onions that are toxic. Garlic also appears to be toxic for our dogs, and in fact, can be twice as toxic as onions on a gram-for-gram basis. And chives, leeks, and shallots also contain the same toxin that onions contain. So watch out for these foods as well. It also doesn't matter if these vegetables are raw onion, or whether they are dried or cooked or pickled, they are just as toxic in these other forms as well. Other foods which can contain onions include onion powders, dips, sauces, soups or gravies and also be particularly aware of onions and garlic if you happen to feed your dog table scraps. Now the third letter in the acronym TOXIMAG is X which stands for xylitol. Now xylitol is a sweetener and it's found in foods like sugar-free chewing gums and lollies or candies or sweets. It is often used in baking as a replacement for sugar, and it is promoted as a sugar substitute ingredient for certain foods, and there are claims that it allows for better dental health by sparing human teeth from cavity formation. In dogs, however, xylitol can have a significant effect on blood sugar levels, causing their blood sugar level to drop dangerously low. And if your dog consumes enough xylitol, it can lead to rapid hypoglycemia, which is low blood glucose or blood sugar levels. And in more severe cases, it can even lead to liver damage. So there's nothing sweet about sharing sweetened treats when it comes to dogs. All right, the fourth letter in the acronym MAG is C. And yes, I'm sure many of you would have guessed this one. This letter C stands for chocolate. Now listen to this. According to some sources... Humans consume more than 7 million tons of chocolate globally every year. (laughs) This is a staggering amount. The reason, of course, is that chocolate has uh, a good taste and also has feel-good properties. It's not, however, a feel-good outcome for our furry friends. The fact that so much chocolate is consumed by us humans regularly means that this may be one of the most common food toxin exposures by dogs, particularly during holiday seasons such as during Easter and Christmas time. So what is it that makes chocolate toxic for our dogs? Well, chocolate contains theobromine and it also contains caffeine. These are known as methylxanthines, and you'll remember this from the tea and coffee that we mentioned earlier. Caffeine and theobromine are toxic to dogs because, unlike humans, dogs process these compounds more slowly, so they can accumulate more readily in their bodies. And these toxins stimulate the nervous system and the cardiovascular system, which is the heart and the vessels. And when this stimulation is excessive, it can lead to serious health issues. Now, signs of toxicity to look out for include vomiting and diarrhea restlessness, drinking a lot of water, trembles, and even seizures and deaths in, in severe cases. You might notice that these are the signs similar to those with tea and coffee. And why is that? Well, the commonality between chocolate and tea and coffee is that they all contain caffeine. But it's the chocolate, in addition to the caffeine, that also contains theobromine, which has the potential for this food to be even more toxic to our dog's than tea and coffee. Remember, chocolate is in many forms around the home. It's not just chocolate slabs or bars. It's also in food items such as cookies and cakes, beverage mixes. It's in protein bars and shakes. It's in lollies. It's in coated nuts or coated raisins, which, by the way, are a double no-no, which you'll understand why in a minute or two. Now, it's, now it's important to note that not all chocolate is the same. The darker the chocolate, the more toxic ingredients it will contain, and the worse it will be for our dogs. So here's a list from the least toxic to the most toxic. So white chocolate is the least toxic, followed by milk chocolate, then increasing in greater levels of toxicity is semi-sweet or dark chocolate, and then even more toxic on a gram per gram basis is unsweetened or baker's chocolate. And finally, unsweetened cacao or cocoa powder is the most toxic on a per-weight basis. Now the level of toxicity of chocolate also depends on the amount that is consumed. The greater the amount that is consumed, the more toxin that will be ingested, and the greater the threat to our dog. There are various chocolate toxicity calculators on the net that will help you assess the likely toxicity levels based on the total amount of toxin consumed. Visit tailovation.com where I will include a link to one of these calculators. Please note that these calculators should only be used as a guide and you should always reach out to your vet for advice whenever toxicity is a concern. Okay, we're down to the last three letters in our acronym TOXCMAG. The M is for macadamia nuts. Macadamia nuts contain an as yet unknown compound that is toxic to dogs. And signs of toxicity as a result of a dog ingesting macadamia nuts include vomiting, weakness, trembling and incoordination. Now fortunately these signs do tend to resolve on their own within half a day to two days following ingestion. The next is the letter A in our acronym. And can you guess what the A stands for? Well the A represents alcohol. And did you know that it's not only humans that are negatively affected by alcohol, our fairy friends are also negatively impacted. And there are slightly different types of alcohol based on their chemical structure. Ethanol is the type of alcohol which we commonly find in alcoholic beverages like beer and wine and spirits. Ethanol is also found in certain liquid medications and hand sanitizers as well as yeast dough. Another form of alcohol, other than ethanol, is known as methanol, and this is found in windshield washer fluids, for example, and can also pose serious problems when ingested. Now, signs of alcohol toxicosis include vomiting, disorientation, incoordination, and staggering, and even recumbency, and in severe toxicosis, even difficulty in breathing is a typical sign. Now if you've ever seen someone who has seriously overindulged in alcohol, then as you would notice, these are also some of the signs typical of drunk people. And besides the many different alcoholic drinks, rising yeast dough is also a potential source of alcohol, and it's the fermenting yeast that results in the production of ethanol which can lead to toxicosis. And in the case of yeast dough, it's not only the alcohol that poses a potential hazard to dogs, it's also the distension or swelling of the stomach as the dough expands and rises that can cause serious problems for our dogs. So it's best just to keep your dog well away from any of the many sources of alcohol. Now for the seventh and final letter in the acronym TOXIMAG is G for grapes. And yes, you might expect... It's not just grapes in the original form, it's also raisins and sultanas, because after all, these are just dehydrated grapes. While raisins are much smaller than grapes, a raisin is just as toxic as a grape, and this is because only the water is lost from the grape when it dehydrates to form a raisin, and it, it likely does not lose any of the toxic compound. Grapes and raisins or sultanas are a healthy and tasty ingredient or snack for us humans. However, these tasty bites can cause sudden kidney failure in dogs. Similar to macadamia nuts, the toxic ingredient or component that causes all the problems in in grapes is not yet well understood. It doesn't appear to be pesticides used in the vineyards, nor does it appear to be microscopic fungi that grow on the grapes. But there does seem to be variability in how dogs react to grapes, and this could be due to the variability in the unknown toxic compound or in the varying susceptibility of individual dogs. So what are some of the signs that we might see in a dog with grape toxicity? Well, signs can include things such as vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, and or decreased urine production. A final note is that it doesn't matter what type of grape it is or whether it's organic or commercially grown in a vineyard, it's just best to simply avoid all types of grapes and raisins. And now you also know why chocolate-coated raisins are double no-no. It's because they are obviously a combination of two toxic foods, that being chocolate and raisins. Now as we wrap up this episode on food toxicity in dogs, here are a couple of final points. Toxicity levels will depend on how much toxin a food contains and also on how much your dog has consumed relative to its size and relative to its health status or any other underlying health conditions that could further complicate matters. And it's best to always have your vet's telephone number handy for emergencies. Now if you would like more information on these toxic foods head over to tailovation.com.au. There you will also discover how you can get yourself a useful fridge magnet which lists the seven toxic foods as outlined with the acronym TOXIMAG. You can pop this magnet on your fridge so that it can help the whole family to remember which foods are dangerous for your dog. There's also space on the magnet for you to write your vet's emergency number for in the case of an emergency... So get your fridge magnet at tailovation.com.au Because if we can prevent just one dog from becoming poisoned, we would all have done a great job. This episode of the Pet Purpose Podcast was brought to you by tailovation.com.au Tailovation is the site for passionate pet parents looking for credible information and quality products for their pets. Visit tailovation.com.au well that's a wrap for this episode. Thanks for being such a great audience. Please go ahead and share this episode with other passionate pet parents. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. Remember, you're a awesome porsum and your pet thinks so too. It's tails up to that. Wouldn't you agree boy? <coughs>